So let's talk about a little bit about the concept of the man. We know that Klai Yisrael and Eva Klai Yisrael needed food, and Kodesh Baruch causes the miraculous food of the man. But Adam is one can ask the question: Why was it necessary? Klai Yisrael needed water also, and Hashem found them a way to get water, which was normal water. We don't find there was some others other drink that they were drinking. It was water. Just Hashem made a nest and how the water came to them. And uh, because of that, uh, they had the bear Miriam, which went with them and gave them water. And if Akash Baruch had to give them food, so then the Chayyim would have been a smaller nest to find a way to get them normal food. Why was it necessary to give them a different kind of food? A food which was the etz and not a physical food, Bichla. What was the mind of that? And uh, let's understand first on the Ruchin level what man was, how, how this substance <coughs> worked. This is a Pasuk which defines the man, the Gemara talks about Mr. Yama, Lechem Abirim Achal Ish. The food of Abirim uh, people ate. It's talking about the man, it's a Pasuk Dilim. And what is the Lechem Abirim? So there's two explanations. The one is Abirim are powerful ones, it's talking about the Malachim. So people ate the food of Malachim. And if that's the case, it seems to indicate that man is something which Malachim would eat, and now it's given to people to eat. The, the other Pshat in Abirim is from Revarim, a person's body, and therefore it's a Lechim Shenivlu Bevarim, a son which is completely absorbed by the body, and it's like Rashi tells us later in the Torah, that there was no part of the man which had to be excreted. There was no waste product in the man. It was all, it was all used by the body. Can you add the two words together? Can you add the... That's the nature of the food of a malach. It's something which is completely... Even malachim also needs not necessarily physical food, but malachim also needs something to sustain him. But by malach, we don't find there's a process of digestion. We find that whatever sustains the malach is completely used. So what was the point of the man? And why the Kaishal need this refined and special kind of food? And what's especially interesting is a few times Kaishal complained about it. They called the Lechem Akloika. There's something wrong with it. And why? So it actually explains it in the Pasuk, in the Midbar. That it's called Lechem Akloika because it said it's not normal that a person eats and everything gets absorbed by the body. There's something wrong. Why Taka the Kaishal could give them uh, this unique kind of food? And if you're already asking the question, so then... Let's go back a step and mention the Nefesh HaChaim in the spiritual Pergavos and the Ruach HaChaim. You ask the question, why did HaKadosh Baruch create the Bria in such a case that normally food is not fully absorbed by a person? And normally the, the parts of digestion is separation between the parts of the person, the nutrients a person can use and can eat and become part of him, as opposed to things which a person can't use and has to be separated from. Why couldn't it be that originally every, all food was meant to be like the man, which is something which is completely used by the person. So the Nefesh HaChaim has a Yisoyed, and it's something which he explains here, but it runs through a lot of Chalakim of the Chumash, this principle. And that is, he explains, that the mistake of Adam Arishan, the mistake of Adam Arishan by eating from the Eitz Hadas, as we know, it's called the Eitz Hadas and uh, many have asked the question, starting from the Rishonim already, what's tov, what was the das tov that the Eitz gave him? He already had that. 
maybe if what he didn't have was the ras, he called it etzadas ra. The way he now was exposed to or be made aware of, which was bad. But what what tov came out of it? If there's no ra, there's no tov. Uh, there was ra. He didn't know about it. He only knew about the tov. It's well, not called tov if it is no ra. Why not? Because well, tov is compared to a ra. So tov is what Hashem wants a person to do. And that's what Adam knew. He didn't know what it meant to be wrong. So we had we have a musag of tov beforehand. But uh, Hashem said lots of times that the bread, everything is tov, it's tov, it's tov, moid. And uh, the, what, what Adam didn't have until then was a das rat. And if that's the case, why, what's, why, why is the etzah das called the etzah das tov? It should be called the etzah das rat. So the Rambam in Marina Vuchim suggests an answer, there are a few answers, but the Rambam's answer, which Nev Shachayim explains, is that, before, that the etzah das wasn't the creation of tov, or of Ra. They both existed before that. Hashem created the concept of Tov in the world, and Hashem created a concept of Ra in the world. And just like He created the world to be good, He created the Satan to be Ra, they both existed beforehand. The Chiddush, what came to Adam, but it's a Das, is Das means, I want to understand, but Das also means to connect. And therefore, the Chiddush, the Das, is it's possible to connect Tov and Ra. As until then, there was either Tov or Ra. They were polar opposites. And there was the option of being completely good or completely bad. There was nothing in between. Whereas what the Eitzadas provided was a way that a person could be a mixture of two things. So it became a blend. It became a composite. A mixture of Tov and Ra. And therefore, and uh, this is the Yisadri, which he wants to learn from it, which is practical to us. And that is, even today, when a person does something, it's very, very hard to find an action that a person does which is kolaytav. But by the same token, it's very hard to find an action that a person does which is kolayra. Because there's always, there's so many different thoughts a person has or reasons a person has or methods which are involved or whatever intention there might be what a person does that there's a chaylik and an action which is good and a chaylik and an action which is bad. A person can be learning because it's learning to it's a mitzvah, so that's a chaylik which is good. But he could also be doing it because he wants people to think of him as a as a lander, as a Tamil Chacham, and therefore he wants to it's, it's fueling his kaiva, which is bad. A person can be doing something wrong because he wants to, he wants to do that there, which is bad. On the other hand, it could be because at the same time he's doing it because he feels that that way he'll be able to I don't know do mitzvahs better afterwards if it's such a justification a person have for himself. And he's sleeping in and going to shul for shachar because that he'll be able to learn better. Now, as whether a person should do it or shouldn't do it, there's always the, obviously what's the right thing to do. But to judge an action as being completely good or an action as being completely bad is very difficult. Normally, the, the, what a person does, there's a, it's, it's a mixture of both together. And that's why the Pazak says in Eov that when Hashem analyzes a person's actions, he doesn't just look at what the action a person did. He looks at the tachbulos inside the garden. He looks at all the intentions which went into the action. And now, there has to be a whole basin to decide out of all those uh, elements which went into the action, what's the makhriya? What is the deciding factor? Because the khalaq is good and the khalaq is bad. And the khalaq is the right reason and the khalaq is the wrong reason. And we have to weigh up each one separately to, to deal with each one on its own. It's, it's a major, it's a major limit. Uh, for a person who's learning Musa, so Rabbi Zechariah Bracha used to say, if a person learning Musa, one of the hardest things a person can learn is to understand himself why he did something. 
Because there could be so many different reasons and th- thoughts and feelings and subconscious reasons why a person does something so fully, for a person to fully understand himself even, why do they do something, why do they act a certain way, is, uh, needs a lot of thought. There's lots of different parts to it. Some are good and some are bad. And therefore, if, if that's the concept of Tukhet, the concept of post-automation is that there's a diastabira, there's a mixture of good and bad. And in all the good things you do, there's, a, there's also a possibility that Tukhet is bad. And all the bad things you do, still there's some, maybe some parts which are good. And again, the Pasuk says in the Yav, and what the, the way the Chazal explained the Pasuk is when Hashem is analyzing an Averi that a person did. And he deserves to get punished that Averi. But if out of all the different reasons and thoughts that a person had in the Averi, there's one a thousandth. Malach Melitz Echad Min Elif. There's one a thousandth which is saying, no, there was some good intention what he did. And therefore, he shouldn't get completely destroyed for the severe. You know, there wasn't an absolute right. There was still some, some part of it which wasn't as bad as everything else. That's really something. Okay, so therefore, if what a person does is always going to be a mixture of tovera, then you can understand that the results of what a person does is also going to be a mixture of tovera. One follows the other one. In other words, the results that a person's actions have follow the follow the, what the intentions or the thoughts a person had when he did it. And therefore, a maisa, which is a mixture of tevinra, is going to have an effect, which is a mixture of tevinra, which means, on the one hand, let's say, example we gave before, a person is getting up early to learn because he wants to know, but also because he wants to get the cover of being a Tamil Chacham or a Rav or a Shishiv, whatever it's going to be. So he's doing both. He's developing his Torah knowledge, he's developing his guidance. Now, should he do it or should he do it? It could be still the right thing to do. But Lemaise, there's an element in it which isn't good. And if it's the element which isn't good, he's developing an element which isn't good. Let's talk about another example. Uh, a person wants to eat. So what's the motivation a person has in eating? So there could be a few. There could be, a, at, at least in some stage, a person's thinking, if I don't eat, I won't have kayak to learn afterwards. So I need to eat to have energy. I need to be able to concentrate. I don't have a fast day, the second set is terrible. So, okay, if I don't have lunch, I'm not going to learn this afternoon. Okay, so that's a good motivation. It could be, it's, uh, there's everything, I like the food. And uh, there could be uh, well, lots of reasons why a person would be eating. And not necessarily that's the bad reason, but it could be a person's eating more than they have to eat because it's a time to eat. And it could be all at the same time. And if that's the case, then again, if you're going to separate the action into the chedek of it, which is good, which is bad, the same action as both. There's a chalik good, there's a chalik bad. And the nafkamina is, the nafkamina is that everything which happens in Shemaim, this is the biggest sign of the nafkamina, everything which happens in Shemaim is be'etzem brought about what people do. Because Baruch runs the world in a way where he did it up to our, our choices, our bechira, where we, what we start, how it's going to have an effect. And therefore, if a person does something which is kulaytayv, let's say, which is 100% good, so it would be adding more, more kedusha, more power to the side of kedusha. If a person does a very which is kulayra, so then he's adding more koyak to the side of tum. And if a person does an avera which is, or a maisa, which is a chelik of a very and a chelik of a mitzvah, it's a bit of both. So then he's, uh, part of what he's doing is, feeding, is giving koyak to kedusha. Part of what he's doing is giving koyak to the ra. Now, when this is represented to us, it is brought from the Rav Chaim Vital, 
time of the result. And he brings, when it comes to food, so the Pazak says in Tvarim, Kilala lechem levada yichiyahadam, kial kol moitza piyashem yichiyahadam. What, what makes a person live isn't just that a person needs to eat to live, that's true. If a person doesn't eat, they'll die. But what's more important is, it's Moetzah Which means that HaKadosh Baruch was Gozer, that the way that people live is through eating. And now, therefore, how should a person look at food? Should a person look at food as something which is, this is the way that HaKadosh Baruch was Gozer and what I need to do to live? And therefore, if I have a mitzvah, the chayi bohem have a mitzvah to live, so then I have to do what Hashem says to live. And if Hashem says you have to eat to live, so I'll eat, because that's what I have to do to live. Just like a person might think, you have to take a very better medicine. But if the is, you don't take this, if the mitzvah says if you don't take this, you're, going to get, you're not going to recover from a serious illness. Okay, so the halacha says I have to take it. And I'll take it much more lishma, because I don't want it, I don't like it. But I have to, I have to have a mitzvah, mitzvah for Hashem, which I have meant to live. So I have to do what I need to do to live. And therefore, you should know when you eat bread, don't think I'm eating bread because the bread is making me strong, the bread is giving me life, or kayach, or energy, or nutrients. You should know it's mitzvah piyashem. There's a mitzvah that you have to live, and Hashem was goes that this is the way to live. Something a person has to do to live is to eat. Layutza, imagine for a second if a person was able to do that. If a person was able to eat only because Hashem is there that I have to live, so I'm doing this in order to live. So then you can say that the person's maizah is something which is completely as a mitzah. I have nothing else in it. I have no in it. I've got no enjoyment in it. I don't want anything from it. He told me it's a mitzah to do. Okay, so I'll do it as a mitzah because I've got nothing else I appreciate about it. But then that's something which is done. Completely nishma. At least completely as a mitzah. Uh, there are people like that. For whatever reason, that, that they've lost the sense of taste and they lost the, the enjoyment in eating. And then people get done eat. They just don't enjoy it. Uh, Rishul Hanta once said that if there wouldn't be a time to eat, people wouldn't have enjoyment in eating, only the biggest addiction would remain alive. Because everyone else wouldn't do it. And if the people are doing it because they're not doing it because they enjoy it, they're doing it because this is a khiv that I have to do to give myself a life. So I'll do it. But everyone else, they don't enjoy it, they don't do it. And you see, when there are illnesses which take away a person's ability to taste and smell, people lose a fortune of weight because they don't eat. They just don't enjoy it. But the most so, people. So it will be a good thing to force yourself to feed like to a tube? No. So then you make a whole mitzvah? No, it's not a mitzvah. We can talk about it while still, but it doesn't work. But uh, for most people, for most people, I don't know, eating is maybe it's a chalik of it, it's doing a mitzvah to keep myself alive, but a big chalik is also, is also because I enjoy food. And therefore, I'm going to look to eat food I enjoy, and I'm going to look to enjoy the food I eat. There's not so much lishma, it's because the person has admitted that he enjoys eating. Again, that's not a saying I vary, but the motivation isn't the mitzvah. The motivation is the, is the, the, what the body wants. It says nefesh Therefore, what if, just like we saw, if the mitzvah says that a person's actions uh, have a different result based on the person's intention, and if the person has a mixed intention and has mixed results, so he says, when a person eats, there's two results in the eating. The one part is, as a chayrik of eating, Hashem was crazy, a person needs to eat in order to live. So that part of the eating, that's what it does. That's, that's the part of the food that the body extracts. It becomes the nutrients, it becomes the proteins, it becomes the, the, the energy which a person gets, which keeps him going from the food. That's the chayrik of taif. But there's also the chayrik of ra. And the chayrik of ra was a person that ate because he enjoys eating. There wasn't a, a kavan of dinner. It was a kavan just to, 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 to enjoy a physical thing. 
And that's okay. So that's a plug which doesn't become, doesn't get used by the body. It's separated by the body. There's no mind in it. And therefore, by a malach, who a malach doesn't have a feeling of the body. A malach doesn't have a physical sensation. It doesn't have a sense of taste. So if the malach also has to, it's an exerer from Hashem, the malach also has to stay alive. And therefore, we don't know exactly to eat, but to take in whatever, whatever the lechem abirim, we mentioned the Gemara before, whatever food the malachim eat, so whatever chalik it is of, uh, that Hashem has given them that they have to use in order to, 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 to take in to live, then it's completely lishma. And there's nothing bad about it. So there's nothing which can separate it. It was, it was kol kula used as a way, to, as a, as a way to, to do a mitzvah. And therefore the whole thing gets absorbed by the body, by the body of a malach. Whereas by a person who's not like that, by a person who's not like that, so then there's a separation of the chalik which is good, which provides in the life is meant to provide him, and the chalik which is bad, which gets separated. That's just our first step. Now let's go to our second step. The Nevesh Chaim explains in a number of places there was a very weird Avedizah. It was called Balpoor. What is Balpoor? So the Gemara says in the Rashmur's and the Chumash as well that the Balpoor, I'm sorry, the nature of Avedizah was for a person to, so to speak, to do his bodily functions on the Avedizah. What, what kind of word is that? What, what kind of uh, in, spiritual union is that doing such a thing? What did it achieve? So the Nefshachim explains that what they would do was just a, a demonstration of what their religion was. And the religion of Al-Pa'ar was there's nothing, there's nothing good about what I'm doing. I don't focus on the good of what I'm doing. I only focus on the bad. And therefore, if, if you said normally a person's actions has a chedek of good and a chedek of bad, and normally a person does think about both when he does something, the mindset, Ashkofa Balpoor was, just think about the bad. Try and focus on doing things just for the wrong reason. Try and focus on detaching any kind of good intention what you do. And therefore, even though the Matthias, when a person eats, is that bad and sustains his body, but if a person wants to focus on, the point I'm eating is to go to the bathroom, which is a martial of saying, the point I do things is just for the right. That's what I focus on. I, I'm trying to avoid any chaylik of taif. And the demonstration of that was kilo. The marshal we would give, which in physical terms of how do you train a person to think of doing things just for the bad reason, just to focus on the wrong without any connection to the type, think about eating in order to go to the better. That's the chalik of the food which is bad. That's the chalik of the food which I don't need. Fine, but that's the focus I'm eating. I'm eating it after for that reason. It means I'm trying to focus on the bad of what I do, not on the good of what I do. That became the mindset of Alpar. It wasn't just the a weird action which was that by desire. That action was a marshal of a mindset. And the mindset was, look for the bad in everything. Try to do the, everything for the wrong reason. You know, there shouldn't be any good, good chalik in what you do. That was the, the realm of Balpar. And that's why it was a specific, like a realm in its own category. It, was, it wasn't to achieve something else. It was right to be right. I want to be bad because I only want to work on bad. I don't want any connection to the good. And that was exactly the opposite of what Thais was meant to be. Because what Thais was meant to be, primarily, is to do the opposite. To separate, to go back to the stage of we do things only for the good, and for no other reason. We try to detach ourselves from any chaylikrah, any bad intention, any bad motivation we do, and do things only for the good reason. Now, that's why the Baal Pa'ar was the opposite of what the man was meant to be. What the man was meant to be for Thais Shal was a training to eat lechem of malachim or lechem which gets completely absorbed in the body, which means something which is eaten only as a mitzvah. Only as a mitzvah. And if that's the case, there isn't a chalik 
necessarily of Ra in it. It becomes something which is Kulaytoiv, and that's the case. If, if it's Kulaytoiv, it, it gets completely used by the body. There's nothing bad about it. So it depends on the food, it depends on the intention you have. It depends on what people thought. So you can, you can think about eating mom only for Bar Boy, and then the mom will have a creative place? What would be the Metsias if a person would think the wrong thing in the mind? No, we'll explain why. The Metsias of the mind was for something which was meant to be a Ruchni food, and was meant to train Klai Yisrael how to connect to that. And when Klai Yisrael didn't feel able to do that, that's when they came to complain about the mind. Now we see a number of times uh, throughout, throughout the Midbar, Klai Yisrael complained about the mind. They, like, they remember the fish, they remember the vegetables, they don't like the mind. It's the wrong color, it gets absorbed by the body. The mind demanded a lot from us. It wasn't just time. It was just, I'm free, I'll give you food. The man that was a lot of Kaisal, it meant you had to consider food as Maitzah Piyashem. You can have to look at food as something which is a way to fulfill the Chiyot of Stehraf. Not everybody can do that. Not everyone can do that. And that's why we find also a very interesting thing by the man. And that is, that it was up to a person to decide what he wanted the man to taste like. It's another mess, and the Chara. It's a nice thing, but what is the point of that? Why not give the one a test? Why do I have to something which you decide? And the answer is exactly the same yourself. How much does a person need that? How much does a person need that? How much, is it, how much is it necessary for a person to think, I need my mom to taste like something? It's Moetzi Piyashem, I'm eating in order to stay alive, and maybe I don't need a test. I think this is a mitzvah. But if it's not even on that level, then if a person says, I can't just eat without this is a flex like of a mitzvah, so then I want them to taste like whatever I want to eat. And then uh, if, if people are on that level, so then they aren't on the level of, of regarding eating as a complete mitzvah. Mitzvah of a mitzvah without any, any other chaylik in it. I'll go by him. So the man wasn't just the food. If you wanted to give us food, you could have given us physical food like any other food. You could have made wheat grow in the desert. You could have left the matzah we eat from its for a month, keep going for 40 years. Hashem didn't have a lack of options of how to give us food. The man was a training ground. And therefore, it's a different kind of a food. And that's why, uniquely, we know that the man came with Chos Moshe Rabbeinu. The man came with Chos Moshe. Dafka. Because, we know, we know, there were three Matanas in the Midbar. The Arnani Akavit, the Air and the Man. We know the Arnani Akavit came with Chos Aaron. The Arnani Akavit had protection that becomes with Chos Aaron, of the coin. The water was with Chos Miriam. And the man was with Chos Moshe. Why was the man with Chos Moshe? Moshe gave us the Torah. So why was that finesse? So we could say simply that a man came out entire, the two go together, which is true as well. But it's something deeper than that. The man was a teaching. We had to learn. And it said, the pastor says that to teach you. That the man was given to us and he had before us the man and the das. The man came to teach us. And the way that he came to teach us was again to teach us the, the mahalach of how to serve Hashem properly. On the highest level. And therefore it was something which was similar to Elachim of Malachim. It was something, something similar to a person could eat like a Malachit. A person could eat like a Malachit, and that was in order to, just to, to make a return Hashem that a person is meant to live, in order to live a person needs to eat. Now, does that mean that something everyone should try? That if you get used to eating food which has no flavor, and the person doesn't enjoy it just for the sake of eating it? It's interesting. The Rishonim bring no. There's a raving by the Nefesh, and it's a person shouldn't do that. A person shouldn't do that, but why not? Right. Maybe there will be more Lishma. So the answer is, the person has to understand himself. Not only want to work, it will backfire. Because, I come the person is not in the target for that, and the body needs, the, so to speak, the, the enjoyment of eating, 
if it doesn't happen, what happens to everybody on Kippur afternoon? You're thinking about food. Right? More than any other afternoon. Why? Because normally when you eat, you know, you've eaten, you don't, you don't, it's not on your mind the whole time. But when you're fasting, something else on your mind, much more. You start imagining all the foods you'd want to eat. And if you're now, let's say you're only letting yourself eat a certain kind of food, which you don't particularly like. Right? So then, it's the same thing. If the body doesn't feel guess what it wants, so then it's, you're going to spend the whole time fantasizing about the foods you do want to eat. So you're going backwards. But the Chalamus Laravid is, if a person is not holding by the Darga, forcing yourself not to eat what you want, or to eat what you don't want, is actually making you focus more on the, on the time to eat. It's not helping it. It's making it worse. It's a certain Darga that a person has to get to, to, do, to, to work on this. And it's, never, it's, not a, it's not a good idea to try for oneself. But the man had, was, had the man prepared that option for Kali Israel. And that is, you choose if you want the one to taste. You choose what you want the one, what you want the one to taste like. Depends on you, what level you are, how you relate to food. And the Kayak boy was as a training to teach him that, 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 that the possibility brought before, that Hashem, the Maisha said, Hashem gave me the money for 40 years to teach you. And you should know. That can be the way to learn that what keeps a person alive isn't the food. What keeps a person alive is the Maisha Hashem. Hashem said a person has to eat to live. The man was given it to train us in that. And that's why Dafka, and we'll finish the Chazal, the Baal Pu'ar was the biggest laugh in the face to Moshe. In Klai Shok, if the Baal Pu'ar, Moshe didn't have to say. And not only that, it's brought in Chazal, it's brought in the Medish Rabbah, that Moshe was buried in the desert, and he was a guy in Bull Base Pu'ar. Because it needs the Schuss of Moshe to fight Baal Pu'ar. Why? Because the whole teaching of Moshe for 40 years was get back to doing things just for the Chalik Atat. And that was the training for 40 years in the month. And now Klai Shal Nishal Bar which is 100% the opposite. And that is, look to do things just for the Chayla Kabra. Uh, it says in Moshe Lang to say, you need Pinchas or somebody else to take out, to, to, to do something. It's, it's exactly the opposite. It was exactly the opposite, and that was in the sign. It was exactly the opposite of what Moshe had been training for so many years. And that is to bring everything we do, to take it out of being in the mixture of eight Sadas, of being a mixture, to just do the sort of Toif. That was the lesson that Moshe wanted to teach us, that the, the greatness that Klai could have achieved, as opposed to the counter that is Baal Pa'ar. And that is do everything just for the Chayel Which is what? Which is just for enjoyment? For any non-spiritual reason. Any bad reason you can think of, that's the only reason I'm doing things. Think specifically by food. Specifically by food, yeah. Just, just doing it for self-gratification, right. nothing else. And, uh, and the example of that, it wasn't Baal Pa'ar, it was the religion of the Midbar. But we talk about the Romans, it's like, what did you used to do? They used to have orgies. They used to eat to throw up to eat again. They used to make it to throw up to eat more. So what are you, what are you eating for? It's 100% only for the, for the bad. It's the same, it's the same Yad Sahara. It's the same attraction to do bad for the sake of bad. And can we say the point is to connect it to the Merkava thing, that they're doing it to connect to the Merkava of Ra? And for us, Moshe, we're doing it for yeah, the good for sure. to connect to the Merkava. For sure, that's what's in the way of Zara. They're there to like, connect to Ra. What's the point of doing that? Because they to get something out of it. For sure, to connect to Ra. They want to be Ra. As opposed to what we meant to be working on, exactly the opposite of Balpoir. What we meant to be working on is the connection just to Tov, without, without an era. And the point of the connection is to get the Shefa from wherever we're coming. Well, something else, we spoke about previous times. Yeah. But, uh, I don't want to go into that now. What I'm talking about now, Be'ike, is the difference in the Hashkafa. Whereas normally things are done with the mixture, you have the one side, which was the Moshe Ben was trying to bring us to, and to do things completely in the Tov. And what was Oymet Kenega that was Balpo'ar, which was to do things completely lira. And that was, that was, we needed training for that. 40 years in the Midbar was to give us the training how to do that. As the Chazal, the Shem Vayichai says, 
the Torah is only given to people who ate man. Why? Because if the ideal of the Torah wants is that it should go back to being kudo toif, so they needed oichle man. They needed people who are part of that training process of how to get back to doing things completely to the toif, to, uh, to come to, to actualize all the ideals that the Torah wants us to get to. That's how they both came from Moshe Rabbeinu. But man, the Torah, it was the, the limit of Moshe. And that we see by Moshe, more than anybody else, he got back to being the Isha Lekim, the person who was kudo toif. It was nice, like, let, there was less of a connection of Ram almost than anyone else. Was, that was the re- restoration, so to speak, of what a person could do, which is good in the day. Uh, 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 u